kitchen is always open. I'll have what she's having. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Uh, what? <laughs> I want to whinge, man. <laughs> well, you know, Matt O'Kind, this is a, uh, a guilt-free whinge zone. You And you're welcome to whinge to your heart's content without whinge judgment. Oh, I'm so over it all. <laughs> well, I, re- I think I realised it's like I was watching Stephen Colbert and he's like, well, it's the 117th day since I left my studio. I'm like, what? <laughs> Damn, it has he, been a long time. sleeping there? Well, no, they're not f- they're from the Ed Sullivan Theatre. They usually do the big show. He's got the crowds cheering, the monologues, the guests and oh, everything. of course. But he's been doing instead of The Late Show, he says, welcome to A Late Show. <laughs> and then goes into it, just does it from his home with no laugh track or anything. Oh. His wife's sitting off the screen. And I just, 117 days. My knee hurts, Alex. My knee still hurts. I remember I had a whinge last week. I popped my knee when I was picking up my daughter. It still hurts, man. My ba- Every time I sneeze, my back aches. <laughs> I, I seriously, I'm, I, I'm two sneezes away from proper, like, physiotherapy necessary. It's it's awful. I've had to cancel a holiday because I don't want to leave the city. Where was your holiday going to be? We were going to go to Port Macquarie. Oh. Catch up with, with, you know, Sophia's grandparents. You think I can do that? No. no. I don't want to beat those Well, Bateman's dogs. Bay. The <laughs> Bateman's Bay is basically everyone went to a pub in Bateman's Bay and have been told to uh, isolate. Exactly. My friends just moved down from Brisbane. Can't catch up. Can't yep. can't just go have a beer at the pub. God forbid I end up getting, you know, trapped in my bedroom for 14 days. Well, looking ha- out for symptoms. I hate seeing friends in distress. I want to help you, Matt. You know, there's a playground that's cursed. Every time I take Sophia to a playground, something happens. The other day, she face plans. She does she didn't even trip over on anything. She's just walking along. Boom. Face plant. Sounds like me in middle of Melbourne the other day. <laughs> yeah. I kicked Suddenly the gutter. I come home, <laughs> she's, she's bleeding on her nose and, you know. So it's always me. I want to be able to help you. What can, what can I do, Matt? What, what do you, is it the social aspect? Is it the, is it the societal aspect? Can you have a is whinge? Is it Kanye? Can I? Can, can you have a whinge? Is there anything you want to whinge about? Um... Yeah, I told you about fart sniffer two six nine, killing me in Halo. Sam, you um, get on the you get on the you get on the thing. Can yeah. you get a whinge? Oh, Jesus, how long you got? <laughs> yeah, well, let's um. go whinge on. I mean, none of this will make the show. Let's just whinge. <laughs> <laughs> let's just get it out of our system now. I just went and bought a box of chocolates because I was feeling so sooky. <laughs> I just bought a box of morale boosting Cadbury favourites. Not even sponsored. What? Yeah. You bought, no one buys a box of chocolates for themselves. Well, I, well no, I bought <laughs> yeah. it to share, but I had to buy something that we're not all going to touch and, you know, like they're all individually wrapped. Oh, but, so it's for like the a, workplace. So it's a COVID safe, team building morale box of chocolates. Oh my God. Didn't f- work though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. I had, a, I had a crunchy. It was nice. And I thank you very much for it. Oh, uh, but I've already, well, I mean, I've been eating, I like had... The first two things I ate this morning were two Tim Tams. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not as if I'm depriving myself. My partner's getting at me for, for only eating brown foods, but that's just where I'm at. I'm in the yellow and brown diet, all fried or oven baked. That's it. 
Bron, oh my you're God. in here, Winch City. Let's go. <laughs> uh, just the news. Just, yeah. just all the news. Someone's yep. dying. Yeah. Someone's doing, there's a war happening. We're not even focused on the actual wars. That's where we're at. Well, I'll whinge about the footage of the, the Uyghurs in northern China getting chained and put into trains. It's bit awful. Of, bit of drone footage of that. There you go. There's say, a whinge talking for about you. Human, talking about human rights. Oh, they're making us wear a mask. It's a, <laughs> mate, and, they're chaining people up. Yeah, but they say you could use a scarf, but I know they're really just saying that. <laughs> Fascists! <laughs> Why? Every new venue in this city that gets like it's it's formed a ring around where I live. It's just mm. cro- creeping closer and closer. I can just feel it coming, strangling me. Sort of like the battles of Helm's Deep, isn't it? Where they breach the first wall and then they get through. Mm-hmm. Um, then they put them in the tower. But you know what we need to do, Matt? What? We need to ride out to meet them. We need to get on the horse and <laughs> open the doors and charge them, and just hope that Gandalf's up on the hill. Ready to come down and save us. And by Gandalf, I made a vaccine. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I don't understand Lord don't of the Rings. What the f*** are you talking about? Is, I thought this might be Game of Thrones. What are you or doing in your lockdowns? I thought you might have been playing like Risk or something. Oh, if there's some people. <laughs> Goodness me. All right. Thank you. Now I've got some more ammunition to whinge about. You want to whinge? All right. Let's get into it. Look, if you do want to whinge, let us know. Matt and Alex, Instagram, somewhere. Just... Oh, I got a whinge. Instagram, all requests, top requests, general box, <laughs> primary box, sort it out. <laughs> all right? It's like bloody labyrinth in there. <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. It says here on the rundown, Matt O'Kine, coming up next, surprise for Alex. Now, what's going on? Oh, well, 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 wouldn't you like to find out? Lucky for you, in just a few seconds, you will. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, I don't have a clue what's going to go on because I'm standing in this room and people are having conversations around me, about me, but in a coy way. But okay, what are you up to? It's not nice when you know that people are planning a surprise, is it? It's quite nerve-wracking. That's well, weird because I, I like having surprises for other people, but um, I think I think it's when you know that there is a surprise but they're not telling you the surprise. That's when it gets annoying. Can I, um, I mean, we, we, we talked about career enders yesterday. We might dig back into them a little bit today. But um, I remember when I, this, this is just to give you an idea of the full-blown just level of self-delusion that will sometimes encapsulate my thinking, right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, I, I worked at a video store, right? And... Um, I remember we were going to go down to. I was I was going to move from Brisbane to Sydney. Right. So I was 21 years old. Going to make. And you were a still big working move, there. Working at the video the move, store yeah. and everything like that. I'd worked there for about a, two, oh, two years. You know, made some good friends, etc. Tell everyone I'm like, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm leaving. The boss is like, oh wow, that's quite sad. You know, we'll, uh, well, you know, I guess this week will be your final shift. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's a bit sad. So he rosters me on a Monday. I'm thinking, oh. I don't usually work on Mondays. I know what's going on here. So I uh, do the shift. I'm by myself all all shift, just waiting, looking out the window. Oh, you think it's a surprise party? (laughs) Well, absolutely. (laughs) 
closed the store alone that night, my friend. <laughs> Nothing. You know no send off. <laughs> no, not a single, not a goodbye card. Nothing. Goodness Absolutely me. Not. And how's the but, video shop going now? Oh, it closed down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, serves them bloody right. Yeah, eh? well, with that um, kind of uh, not only customer but staff service, you wouldn't you wouldn't be surprised, would you? Nah, shout out to everyone at Video Easy, uh, Ken Moore and Taringa. Love you all. <laughs> hey, although you know, come on, a goodbye could have done a cupcake or something could have done the done the trick, but. Speaking of surprises, we do have a surprise for you, Alex Dyson. Wait, was that, was that that story leading into the surprise? That's just a Matt O'Kine story. Well, I'm just talking about surprises because now we've got a surprise for you. <laughs> oh, my surprise is a story from Matt O'Kine. Thank you. It's what I always wanted. Thank you. All right, so producer Bronze brought around a, um, a rectangle wrapped up in a uh, little crate paper here. Because it was your birthday a little while back, Alex Dice. And, you know, the, the, the climate these days, what, you can't just get what ago? you want straight away. Yeah, well, mate, good, good, good presents aren't easy to just come across, you know. You've got mm-hmm. to put a lot of thinking in, and certainly sometimes they've got to come from over the seas. That's all I'll say, <gasps> all right? So is this, a, is this a month later birthday present for me? Yeah, this, has gone on some, this present has gone on some serious travels, my friend, because you might remember that we had a discussion on this particular podcast that went a little something like this. Gwyneth Paltrow, so she's got a new candle coming out called This Smells Like My Orgasm. Sure. Can an orgasm smell? Well, I think it was Descartes, the philosopher, who first uh, proposed that uh, an orgasm can't have a scent. It depends on, you know, what sort of orgasm. I mean, if mm. it's intended to smell like an orgasm with someone else, it's going to smell like, you know, sweat, and and friction and and love and passion. If if it's a you know if it's a solo, if it's a solo orgasm, it's just gonna smell like shame and <laughs> regret. Or if it's my maybe, orgasm, maybe the, fried the, chicken. The candle will burn out in two minutes. Well, so tell me. Hopefully the chance. Surpri- hopefully the surprise now is that it's not that. <laughs> Well, you're right. It's not that because all of the orgasm candles sold out, so we had to get <laughs> second tier. We had to go for the. Go on, open it up. All right. It's not that. It's not Gwyneth's. I'm well, opening uh, the crate paper. Isn't it Gwyneth's? It is. Oh, it's a box with like flowers on it, and I'm taking it out of the wrapper. This smells like my vagina. You're welcome. Is it Gwyneth's? I, I don't know. It's a, it's just a, a standard it, it is vagina smell. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's definitely from Gwyneth's line. Line. It's goop. Oh. But I don't know whether it's, whether it, uh, what does it, what's the description like? It says, heretic, this smells like my vagina, bougie perfumery, net fill, 10.5 ounces. 10.5 so, ounces of vag. Can you, can you take it out of the box and give it a whiff? Why can't you do this if you're so curious about Gwyneth's Come on, s- mate. Smell. Don't be be grateful. I bought you a Prezi. <laughs> this is no way to to buddy accept a present like that. Is this how you oh, always do Christmas? <laughs> never work with children or animals <laughs> or matokine. The three golden rules. All right, I'm opening up the box. There is a candle here. Oh, for goodness sake. All right, I'm going to have a smell. Nah, it just smells, just smells pretty clean. Well, that doesn't. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. What it smells like? What? <laughs> Vaginas can be can, can well, it smell depends, clean. It depends how accurate 
Gwyneth is with her vagina smell. Should I smells, should I have run this past my girlfriend before clean. before sniffing mean? this? I feel like I'm what? cheating. <laughs> what does it smell? Does it is it um, fruity? Hang on, I'll look at the bottom. What do they put in this? Burn within sight. Keep away from children. <laughs> well, that's I should hope so. <laughs> Keep away from king things that catch fire. Trim wick to one eighth of an inch each time candle is lit. Keep wax. Ah, trim. Free of debris. Uh, it's a bikini candle. <laughs> uh, burn on a suitable surface. Avoid drafty areas. This smells like my vagina. Um, I honestly can't pick a thing that it smells like. Like roses? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a perfumerist. <laughs> Call the production team in. Bron, you smelt it. Sam, you smelt it. What are we thinking? It smells good. It's nice. Yeah, I thought it smelled beautiful. It's like, kind of like uh, pot pori. Mm. Is that what you say? Yeah. Pot-pourri. I can't believe it. It just smells you like two... any candle that has been in a girl's room that I've been into ever. Oh. All right, don't oh. show off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that just tells you a lot about what they're doing with said candles then. <laughs> Why is it suddenly a joke when I say something when you say it smells lovely and delightful? It's not like, uh, you sniffed vaginas. I think it's more just that you've been in other girls' rooms. I just, it's just funny. Sniffing their stuff. <laughs> it was hot. It was a hot um, item to get because it was sold out on the group website. We couldn't get the, uh, the orgasm one. We couldn't get that. That was sold out either, the vagina one. So we had to go on eBay. Yeah. And fight people for it. Mm. And <gasps> you you bid for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're kidding. We, we Oh no. We had to get it. Oh man. This is like <laughs> a clickfish worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> this is clicking multiple times I, at higher is, prices. It is, <laughs> it is genius by Gwyneth, by the way, to be releasing something like this. That just smells like rose scented candle. Yeah. Yeah. You would rose never water. have this candle smells like my penis. <laughs> you just would, you would run Hang from on. it. Oh, wow. oh, would we? Is that? <laughs> oh, have we just well. found a little money maker, Matt O'Kine? Well, maybe that's the merch thought. we've been looking for. We Should have we been looking it? for merch. Let's do it. Okay, no, so, like quite no. seriously, how do we do this? <laughs> I'm I'm dead serious. We need to get dusk involved or something. How do we how do we get this candle smells like my penis? <laughs> well, usually when you you know when I um when you're making something you know when you're infusing a thing like you like I'm making kimchi at the moment. Just sex, right? say sex, Alex. I'm, no, I'm making kimchi at the moment. You need to leave it in a jar to ferment for a few days. The same as making an infusion of um, cardamom allspice. You just leave it in a jar. So Matt, I think you need to get a, a small bowl. All right. <laughs> But I think you just to nude up and then just squat over it and just dip your privates in it and just let the let the flavors infuse. Oh man, someone's <laughs> already done it. Oh, this candle smells like my penis. God damn it! Oh, they did it days afterwards as well. Of course they did. From Toronto. Well, Matt sending birthday presents late, coming up with ideas late as well. <laughs> well oh, all this means is uh. I look forward to Alex's birthday in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> get clicking, Bron and Sam. <laughs> yeah, get the candles together and just go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think when it's onto it, when you're expanding the idea, you don't want it a vagina or penis. You can take a swab of them and get it, you know, easy. To smell like an orgasm, I mean, that's sort of more an idea than a, you know, and things like, it's like candle inception, you know, the concept of a dream and an idea. It's the hardest thing to capture. So we need to capture the scent of a concept. You know what that, you know what I mean by that, Matt? This candle smells like disappointment. Yeah, well, I was going to say a, a swipe right or something like that. Like, it smells like payday. This candle smells like payday. Yeah. And you just put it on. That could that could be good. That could be a good scent. What, what even just yeah, like but the I perfume think the re- payday? we got to give it to Gwyneth. Gwyneth, like, the reason she's doing so with this, well with this, is it's, you know, it's very sexual. You know, she's, she, it's taboo. And that's why smelling a woman's vagina via candle is doing so well. Mm-hmm. So we need a sexual concept, I think. Oh, this candle smells like the wet patch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. So you say next time you're just going to ring it out. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> And we'll get a few drops like a canteen in the desert. <laughs> What's that, Sam? You uh, you're giving us the uh, he's waving us in like a plane. <laughs> Just going. That's it there. No, that, you're good there. No, that's that's fine there. It's starting to smell like regret in here. <laughs> this candle smells like a terrible matinalic segment. <laughs> Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Well, Matt, it has been a big, big 24 hours uh, in the news. I don't know how many of you people do podcasts um, yourself. I assume it's over 50% of the population now are doing, <laughs> are doing podcasts. So you'll understand when we say it's tough to pick what we need to talk about in these challenging times, Matt O'Kite. We had quite the conversation off air just then, to be honest, about uh, what, what's been happening <laughs> overnight, the last 24 hours, etc. A lot of people talking. Yeah, there's a lot of chat going on. A lot of it's not helpful. A lot of it sort of just makes you feel a little bit gross. We're thinking of the best way to present this information because Donald Trump has gone and he's on interviews and he's... Keeps doing the similar thing. We're saying they're doing the best in the world. Their uh, numbers are only so high because they're doing more tests than everyone else. Um, <laughs> his challenger, it seems, was a gentleman who had 2020 shaved into his head. Mr. Kanye West got and mm-hmm. did his first political rally of the campaign. Because, I mean, recently which, they said he wasn't going to do it. And then it then it all, yeah. you know, rewound. And he's like, no, I am doing it. And... He's out in a bulletproof vest on stage. The room, uh, he even said, terrible acoustics. He didn't have a microphone. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a dog's breakfast. I mean, even here in Australia, we've we've had talks with this mask mandate coming in. People, you know, we've got chefs uh, and other people memeing, memeing it up to try and uh, say that we should be free, free of fabric. And um, look, it's tough for us <laughs> to try and do this. <laughs> In the, in the most wholesome, entertaining way that we possibly can. And look, we may have missed the mark here, but what, what we're going to give you right now, okay, is our big quiz. 
All right, it's our big quiz. Yeah. And we have a contestant to help out with the quiz. It's a big hello to Kate from Melbourne. Hello, Kate. Hello. How are yeah. you? Staying safe in uh, Victoria there? Yep, yep, inside and bored. <laughs> talk, us, talk us through your uh, face covering, Kate. What you what you reckon? Uh, just a plain white one at the moment. Yet to wear it, though, because yet to go to the supermarket, really. Mm. Medical grade, or are we talking just three cloth off, uh, you know, Pinterest sort of vibes? Uh, the lady did tell me it was a better one to buy. Ooh, that's pretty good. And an, an elegance, you know, just simple plain white. Gives you the illusion of more space. I know yes. an interior design. Also, you, so. can use, you can use the permanent marker just to draw the fake mouth and teeth. Yeah. The, Actually, someone fish. Instagrammed us, uh, said you could get masks that say, I've done all of Brighton on the front. So maybe you could just draw that <laughs> on the front of your mask, Kate. But today's quiz, all right, you know, there's a lot going on in the world and we've brought a little bit together for this quiz. What you need to do here, Kate, is to decide. We're going to read you some quotes, Okay. You need okay. to decide whether that quote is from Donald Trump's most recent interview with Fox News. Okay, went for about 40 minutes. Uh, whether it's from Kanye West's campaign rally that he held mm-hmm. uh, as well uh, most recently, or it's from uh, star of South Park, Eric Cartman, and the most recent, <laughs> recent episode uh, available on Netflix for that, which I had a watch of. Uh, and got some quotes from. All right, so one of those three. It's going to be one of those three. We're going to read you the quotes. You need to decide. Is that clear enough? Yes. And for everyone get you get right, we're going to send you a little chocolate from our producer's little <laughs> favourites <laughs> box that he bought to try. And, uh, I mean, it was... It's bringing a buddy... What's the, what's the term? A uh, knife to a gunfight. Bringing a favourite <laughs> to a pandemic is what he's done there. But look, it's, it made me happy when I had a little chocolate. So uh, well, hopefully it makes you too. Here it is. It's the Matt and Alex uh, Worldwide Amazing Quiz. Uh, Donald Trump, Kanye West, Eric Cartman. I mean, because we could have picked quotes from their whole careers, you know, but we've just, just gone their most recent work. So, uh, Matt, let's go with question number one. Okay, Kate, who said this? We finally did it. We worked together. We overcame adversity and everything is going to be cool again. Um, Trump? You here with Trump? Yeah. Let's have a listen. We finally did it. We worked together. We overcame adversity and everything is finally going to be cool again. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry Kate. Damn, damn, damn. the voice of <laughs> Eric Cartman saying that it is most... It sounded very, you know, it sounded very, very, very patriotic. Um, uh, yeah, but I think was someone said to Donald Trump at a few press conferences ago, what do you have to say to the American people? And he's like, you're a terrible news organisation. So he didn't take the opportunity <laughs> to say something positive like <laughs> Eric Cartman did there. But let's go for the question number two, okay? Who said this? You have someone who isn't afraid of anyone and in honour of God and is a 132 IQ genius that literally went to the hospital because his brain was too big for his skull. Um, Kanye? Let's have a look. You have someone who isn't afraid of anyone and in honour of God and is a 132 IQ genius that literally went to the hospital because his brain was too big for his skull... Oh, she's Yay, done it. Well done. That is a big chockey for you, Kate. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, question number three, Matt O'Kine. It's not simply a money situation. It's a people situation. It's heart situation. It's a spirituality situation. It's a God situation. It's a family situation. Money can't fix it. 
Money is not even real. Is Bitcoin real? Um, <laughs> Cartman? <laughs> Eric Cartman, let's have a listen. It's not simply a money situation. It is a people situation. It is a heart situation. It is a spirituality situation. It is a God situation. It is a family situation. Money can't fix it. Money's not even real. Is Bitcoin real? Ooh, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> That was... <laughs> Mr. Kanye West uh, questioning whether money or indeed Bitcoin is real. I don't blame him. I don't understand Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, not on board the blockchain. Got, uh, let's go. Out from the ATM. Question number four. Who said this? How do we do the changing faces of America without the Philippines? Um, Trump. <laughs> we'll go for Trump. Let's have a listen. How do we do the changing face of immigrants in America without the Philippines? <laughs> oh, it was coming. Oh, it's so difficult, isn't it's it, It's a tough Kate? one. It Who is. would have thought it would be this tough <laughs> to distinguish between a rapper, literally a character invented to be the worst, most offensive person ever, or the President of the United States? We're having some trouble here. But look, we've got one out of four <laughs> up to question number five, Manokine. <clears throat> so there's a whole thing here. We won two world wars. Two world wars. Beautiful world wars that were vicious and horrible. Trump? We won two world wars. <laughs> two world wars. Beautiful world wars that were vicious and horrible. Oh, uh, I've got to say, they were some of the most beautiful wars. Oh, I tell you what. Those those wars, I reckon Who magazine should do a top 10 most beautiful wars, don't you? <laughs> All right, let's move on to... we got two more to go here, okay? Question number six. <clears throat> but I don't say, I say, flames. We'll put out the flames. And we'll put out, in some cases, just burning embers. We also have burning embers. We have embers. And we do have flames. Um, is that one Trump? Let's have a listen. But I don't say, I say flames, we'll put out the flames, and we'll put out in some cases just burning embers. We also have burning embers. We have embers, and we do have flames. Florida became more flame-like. <laughs> so, <laughs> there is uh, Donald Trump referring to Florida. Uh, I think more flame-like there means tens of thousands of deaths. Um, now, let's go a final question <laughs> here, Kate. In the Matt and Alex, let's feel good about the world quiz. Oh, the question number seven, the final one. <clears throat> Who said this? You go ahead, Matt O'Kine. It is nihilistic and out of touch with progressive thinking. That would, uh, Kanye? It is nihilistic uh. and out of touch with progressive thinking. <laughs> <laughs> look, no. look, two out of seven is not bad. <laughs> three out of seven. Three, three out, out of seven, seven is not three. bad. There we go. Yeah, well, look, Kate, thank you so much. You did very, very well. It was it tough. Was, it was very <laughs> difficult to figure out who's president, who's the rapper, and who's a 12-year-old little kid, eight-year-old little cartoon character. Um, How old are they? What do, you, what do you think you learnt about the world here, Kate? Uh, I'm not sure. America's doing great. <laughs> that we're in very safe hands. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that's it. Thank you so much, Kate. We'll catch you later. No worries. Thank you. And, Bye. Uh, there it is, the Matt and Alex quiz. Matt, Matt, what do you think we learned about the world just there? I don't know, man. 
I just want to sleep forever. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. All right, Matt O'Kine, we come now to uh, take a couple of calls from people who, much like yourself, have uh, absolutely uh, cooked it. Cooked it when it comes Barry's, to their career. They've gone. Uh, they've gone to work, and Barry, <laughs> Barry's turned up as well. Barry Crocker had an absolute shocker. <laughs> Uh, you told us one yesterday of you. You had a good good role in a in a film, Monarch Cove. Well, I was playing Carlos the waiter, <laughs> and uh, yeah, dropped a glass, dropped a tray of glasses at the poolside hotel <laughs> resort. Stopped production for about an hour. There was people with torches looking into the pool, <laughs> like it was like full catastrophe mode, right? So I'm and thinking, then, you oh, let, well, then the next day you rested on your laurels. <laughs> Well, I didn't know I'd been called. I didn't, I, they'd left a message on my phone and I didn't check my voicemails. <laughs> so I was at the pub having a lunchtime schnitty and playing a, playing a bit of Queen of the Nile and suddenly, <laughs> suddenly I get the, uh, the call. Hey, where are ya? I didn't have my car. I had to try and borrow my dad's. He wouldn't give it to me. I'm on the train to the, eventually the studio, get the call up. You know what? We found another waiter. Now there's, there's two things you shouldn't leave unattended while paying the pokies. One, your kids. Two your small acting role in a film because <laughs> that could uh, end poorly on both accounts. Now, uh, Matt O'Kine, you're not the only one. That's the good news. You're not the only one to have an absolute career ender of a day. And uh, we've got Elizabeth from Canberra here to help make you feel better. Hello, Elizabeth. Hey, guys. How are you going? Really Great, well, thank, thank you, you, Elizabeth. Hopefully I'll be feeling a little bit better after our chat. Um, how, I mean, how have you met with uh, a career-ending situation? So my colleagues and I have this terminology, which is what we call a career-limiting move. So it's not <laughs> not quite career-ending, but definitely career-limiting. So a CLM. We, yes, a CLM. That's what we call them. <laughs> so right. again, commonly might be you know a work Christmas party, uh, you know end of financial year party, just some team drinks. You've been slut dropping on David from accounting, who you've never spoken to a day in your life, or you know. That's You're a pretty big CLM some, right there. <laughs> some un- unsolicited feedback to your colleague who certainly never asked for it or never wanted it when you uh, had one too many beers. Goodness gracious so have me. You, have you ever, what's the one thing that you can, that always sticks in your mind about the biggest career limiting move that you've done? Oh, I've made my boss pull over one night after a trip in the Yarra Valley so I could vomit out the side of his car. Uh, that was... <laughs> Needless to say, I'm no longer working with that team. <laughs> Not sure where the two incidents are related. <laughs> well, Elizabeth, could I say that shows initiative, doesn't it? Oh. Wouldn't, ever, wouldn't you say that's initiative? Like that's right? seeing ahead. You're you're seeing problems that don't exist yet, and you're taking steps to eliminate them. I mean, I think that's an excellent yeah. move. And I mean, at least I didn't vomit in his car. Exactly. Well, that's it. You would have to pay the eighty dollars cleaning <laughs> fee, you know. So that's that's a good dodge there, I think the, Elizabeth. You would have to pay the eighty thousand per annum with a super on top car <laughs> fee as well if you uh, did that one. Thanks, Elizabeth. We'll catch you later. What about yourself, Ella from Melbourne? What's your uh, career ender? So yeah, I used to be a waitress at a pizza restaurant, and um, you know, Friday night, pretty busy. Um, got a lot of customers waiting, so. I'm going up to the bar to get a drinks order, take it to a table, and um, 
these like drinks are notorious for you put the straw in and then the straw just like kind of slides out. Oh, when it sort of rises? Exactly what you're talking about, (laughs) Ella. You pop it in a little glass bottle, you pop it in and then it just boinks out and sort of leans over. So bad, and so these are in glasses as well. They're not even in bottles. So uh-huh. There's I mean, even more surface area. Why can't? Anyway. And I know we're off. We're off plastic straws now. But even for the paper, because paper are the worst offenders with this. Can someone put a little bit of lead on the bottom of these straws <laughs> so they sink? It's a little or like anchor, stick it in please. Or something. I mean, you know. Anyway, so these. Straws are falling out and they usually fall on the tray and like, that's okay. You just laugh it off, whatever. But these ones fell on the floor. I was like, brilliant. So I had to, you know, awkwardly be in front of customers like, oh, sorry, I'll just like pick that up. So I'm still holding the drinks on the tray. And this is where I don't know what my brain did, but I knelt down to pick up the straws and next to this guy. And as I'm kneeling down, the drink falls completely onto the lap of this guy. And Ooh, so yikes. his entire lap is just covered in <laughs> lemon-lime bitters. Oh, that's up, a sticky drink, i got to tell you, Ella. That's a <laughs> sticky drink. And I'm, I stand up and I look at him and I'm like, I actually don't know what to do right now. Like, do oh. I give you a cloth? Do I take you to out the back to for the... Lost property, like we're in primary school. <laughs> like, what do we do here? Get the and old PE shorts on. Yep, it's a yeah, sensitive literally. area as well. Because if you start, if you head straight for the crotch with the tea towels, start yep. dabbing. Oh, oh it, it's gonna, it's yeah, it doesn't look good, does it? And so, uh, no, especially oof. as the uh, young female waitress who no. already gets hit on by old men anyway. It's no. like really Ugh. not a good move. So, <laughs> absolutely. So, what did you do? I literally, I just gave him a cloth and I was like, I'm really sorry, sir. And he was like, yeah, that's not good. And then <laughs> and then I didn't get fired somehow, but I got a very stern talking to. Yeah, I guess the uh, the main point they were trying to make was don't pour drinks in the customer's laps would be the <laughs> well, feedback yeah, I would have thought you yeah. would have got there. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the tip like uh, at the end of that one, hey? Yeah, that one uh, missed out a lot, actually. Just went straight back to the guy for his dry cleaning bill. All right, thanks so much, Ella. Really appreciate it. No worries. If you have a career under, feel free to get in touch with us. Uh, We would love to hear your stories. Or if you're an inventor who can make very, very small anchors, we've also got something to say to you. It's all day breakfast. Right, Matt O'Kine, uh, we've just been challenged. Someone has stepped up to the plate and they're fronting us. As you, you're on prepaid, does your phone, do you just have Snake or do you have an app called Screen Time? I, hey, I'm actually on postpaid now. Thank you very much. Oh, I, when did I this upgraded. happen? This, you didn't bring this up. It's because I went overseas and I had to do that $5, um, <laughs> $5 a day thing. You couldn't do it with prepaid. It was really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> So I finally did it. Left the prepaid. So you got the postpaid now. And so yeah. does your phone have screen time on it? Nah, I don't. All right. Oh, I don't think I know how to get to it. Why? What's 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 Well, Bron, producer Bron has just walked in and I like I saw the posture was just really good. And I'm like, Bron, what's going on? Hello, Bron. Hello. You're you're feeling pretty good about yourself. You've just set a record. I'm, this is not something to be proud of. I definitely don't feel good about it. <laughs> well, go on. Wait, so, I mean, talking about screen time, um, Bron, you're in Melbourne. It's lockdown. You've obviously 
been bored. Yeah. I've <laughs> okay, been on so, my phone a lot. <laughs> so before we get to the actual figure, Daiso, what are you what are you sitting at? Well, we're we're doing the screen time Olympics because you said you don't have time to watch shows and I'm like, well, I do. And then uh, screen time, my uh, my daily average um, this week, four hours and 34 minutes, up 29% from last week. So four hours and 34 minutes on my phone per day. Mm, All right, okay. we've got our producer Sam in here. Hey, Sam. G'day. Have you opened it up? What yep. are we looking at? I'm on uh, three hours, 50 minutes, daily average, Ooh. down 8%. Okay, not bad, <clears> not bad. <throat> Um, Matt, you haven't found an app in your phone that says how long you've been on it? You know, I'm not, I'm an Android person, so I don't know how to do this. Okay. Well, Bron, hit us. What's your daily average on screen time? My daily average last week was nine hours and 12 minutes, (laughs) which is up 137%. Way! Oh! (laughs) That is full-time job territory right there. And I know you do... (laughs) Man, your segment, Clickfish, you do a lot of research on that, and the phone is a very good technology for it. But nine hours, the other day, I wasn't awake for that long <laughs> in a day. Well, I woke up at 10, went to bed at about nine. So, well, so Bron, what are you spending nine hours doing? Well, over the weekend, this is really actually sad. So, <laughs> Saturday was 13 hours and 35 minutes. Oh. And then wow. Sunday was. <laughs> How many charges does it do you have to do during the day to last that long? Uh, to be fair, I was blaming my phone for like, geez, this is dying, but it's probably my <laughs> own fault. And the next day was um thirteen hours and ten minutes. Whoa! So that nine hours is bolstered by a, a an up an upshot of thirteen hours on both days of the weekend. Mm-hmm. So are you watching things on your phone? Yeah, like I don't even just a lot of TikTok. Yeah, a lot of YouTube. You know, messenger. So you're just scrolling. I'm just I constantly scroll. And if I don't have it in my hand, I get really anxious, oh. which is a problem. Well, oh uh, the all-day breakfast screen time Olympics representative is Bron, our producer. Um, please get in touch. We would like to know if you're a challenger. Do you have more than nine hours on average? Do you have a higher personal best than 13 hours in a day on your phone? We would very much like to hear you and see who's uh, Australia's biggest screen timer. Matt O'Kine, have you found your screen time? I've figured it out for anyone who needs to know via um, Android. It's in the battery section. My most last week was six hours and 50 minutes. But I will say that I um, have my phone open the whole time we record our podcast. And I've been using it to do Zoom meetings. What? Talking to me is not good enough. Oh, oh, just on I, your phone the whole time. No, do you know why? You know, it's, this podcast no, is just one date where I'm trying to make, get to know the person across from me and they're just looking at their phone the whole no, time. Is that what's going on here? The, it's because Tom Tilly uses this computer as well and I don't want to accidentally leave my my <laughs> Gmail account open. Oh, he's a bloody investigative journalist. He's going to go deep. <laughs> Okay, so our, I can't trust Tom Tilly not to go snooping. Goodness hey. gracious. All right, well. The beagle himself, old <laughs> Snoopy dog, <laughs> just getting into my gear. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm.
And that brings us to the end of another all-day breakfast. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out with us. I'm very, very sorry that prior to this episode we didn't sort out a, uh, a smell-o-vision component so you could also uh, inhale Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, vagina smelling candle. My description really didn't do it justice. Maybe I'll have to write like a book report on the odour. Um, well, I mean, I could. I, all I know is about wines. So, you know, does it smell like gooseberries? Forest floor. Yeah, a few, few of those tannins on there. On yeah. the pa- oh, Well, not the palate, on the septum. There you go. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> to the uh, Ella and Elizabeth, uh, whose careers we uh, delved into. And make sure that you're listening to uh, the rest of the episodes this week. We've got a couple of awesome guests coming up. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be chatting to Delta Goodrum a little bit later on. I've never chatted to Delta before. I think I said hello backstage at the Arias one time very briefly. But that was it. Or maybe I'm I just sure. saw her. We'll, we'll have to talk about that because I'm sure she... I bet she remembers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also going to be chatting to a really uh, amazing young artist, Digby Webster. He's going to be on the show. And, yeah, if you let us know your screen time issues. Hey, just occurred to me, how long has this podcast gone for? 35 minutes? Approximately. So, that's probably 35 minutes of screen time. Yeah, but you're not staring at the screen the whole time you're listening to it. You, well, you, you close it and put it in your pocket. Have you ever listened to a podcast? I'm listening to ours right now. It's a little bit meta. All right, thank you. We'll catch you later. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.